Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 52 of Drinks with Mom. 52? You're oh darn tootin'. I'm Gina, who's mom. <laughs> and then my there's, mom. you know, Paul. I'm not mom. No, well, that's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for listening. This is episode 52. Um, Mom, what do we do here for folks that are just tuning in? I used to know what we did, but today you're <laughs> switching it up and I'm a bit nervous. Typically, we do try a drink, something we may not have had, or one of us has had and introduce it to the other one, and we talk about it. And then we talk about other things. But today you're going to throw something at well, me that you might end up wearing one of these beers. <laughs> well, we're, we're trying something a, a bit different. We used to do this more often, so it would be twice a month, and that meant we'd slip in a couple non-alcoholic episodes because you just want to try some things that are different and see what else is out there. And you don't always want to have a boozy drink. Um, and we haven't done a non-alcoholic episode in a very long time. So with dry January being a big thing for a lot of people this time of year, and um, just in general, the market for this thing increasing, I thought we should try non-alcoholic beer. I'm I'm glad. Your excitement <laughs> is, is palpable. Yes. Um, the cans are nice. There's a lot. So... Um, yeah, non-alcoholic beer is a bit of a strange one for you because you don't like beer in general. That's probably what it is. It's beer's not my thing. So I'm kind of looking at these like these are the enemy. Yeah, so the point for me for this, doing this episode with you, was that I'm a, a beer drinker often. You know, I like I like beer more than wine, say. Mm -hmm. But I'll drink a little of both, whatever. Um, but I know what types of beers I like and I find non-alcoholic beers hit or miss. Um there's some of them are pretty good. Some of them I don't find convincing. But then some of them I find actually, if you forget they're a, they're trying to be a beer and you just think of them as almost like a flavored carbonated beverage, they can actually be kind of pleasant mm -hmm. if you're not looking for a beer. So what I'm looking for from your perspective is a non-beer drinker, maybe just thinking of these as their flavor profiles. Like, would these be pleasant for you as a non-beer drinker? So we have a selection of six different ones in front of us. You can see them all. What are you, what are you thinking so far? Well, I'll be honest, because I have been known to pour a beer or two, they all look very realistic. The, yeah, the can design and the, and the manufacturing of these things has really gotten uh, leveled up, I guess, over the last several years. And the, the variety is huge. The types you can get now, um, each company is making several different flavors and, and types of, of beer. Um, so, And then we've got some representative of one of the, a couple of the bigger ones, as well as some of the smaller, more recent ones. Um, so how do you feel about trying all these six and, and uh, getting into it? Well, you know, I go along with anything. <laughs> you, do. you know, I, yeah. I'm told, Better I do worse. what I'm told. I've always been a good woman. <laughs> do what you're told. <laughs> no comment. Um, and then in front of you, Laura um, was kind enough to write out some cards for us that tell us the name, the company and the type of each beer we've got. So in past episodes, when we've done samplers like this, I may have gotten a little excited and confused and mixed up what glass was what and forgotten if which one had this or that in it. But we can't do that today because it's very clearly marked and organized on the table, as people will see in our Instagram photos. So I figured we'd start with one that I consider, A, the most convincing, but also the probably the biggest company on this list in terms of beer manufacturing, and that's the Heineken 0.0. .0. Um, so you'll see it's the lightest one on, on the scale we've got. We're going to go from light to dark today. Okay. And this is the Heineken 0, 0.0. And uh, I've had this a couple times now just because it's not bad. And I know people who they do think this is the most convincing. Uh, so let's give it a shot. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. But you know what? It's killing me. We've picked the coldest day of the year to be trying beer. <laughs> I know. It's really cold. Smells like beer. No, it does. It smells, yeah. smells like beer. And tastes. it actually tastes quite nice. It's not strong. 
To me, this tastes like a light beer. It's It's got a nice flavor to it. Yeah. And I normally don't really like light beer, but this one I find very refreshing and it does seem the most convincing to me. Um, so that's kind of a good, it's a high benchmark to start at because like I said, I know some people who think this is really convincing and there are folks that they, for whatever reason, no longer drink alcohol at all. Right. And this is what they'll have at a party or something because they think it's the most like a real beer and they enjoy the taste. It's the most convincing. Um, so this one, like I said, is Heineken's yeah. uh, 0.0 premium malt lager. I saw you drinking it last night. No, I, I actually thought you were having a, a real beer. Yeah, it, that's, it's, it tastes like real beer. The problem with it for me is it's very refreshing and very smooth. So I drink it very quickly. I think there's also something about the glass bottle. I do have mm-hmm. that nostalgia for a, a beer in a glass bottle. Yeah. But um, so... As a non-beer drinker, what do you think of this? Actually, I think this is quite nice. I I could see myself in your backyard in the summer when I'm invited every week (laughs) and that I'd be having one of these, you know, just as a change. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know. It's it's not bad. Now, calorie Um, content. I'm curious. Yes, that's that's a good good question. Thank you. See, I am known to ask the odd good one. You you have your moments. Yeah. So this one is interesting in that it is 70 calories for the whole bottle. Oh, that's not too um, bad. Yeah, and 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 uh, I've got some other stats that we can look at based on things like nutritional information and calorie count um, because beer is one of those things, regular beer is one of the few things that we put into our bodies that you don't have to have an ingredients list or a, one of these nutritional information sheets oh, okay. on, the, on the item. So the non-alcoholic ones often do though because they mm-hmm. can be sold elsewhere where other food consumables are and things like that. Um, so... This one, this Heineken, is 70 calories for this whole bottle. A regular 330 milliliter bottle of Heineken um, is, according to a quick Google search anyway, 139 calories. That's not bad either. So it's half, mm-hmm. basically, the calories. Um, and there are some, there's some grams of sugar in this. They list four grams of sugar. But when you put it in perspective of a can of Coke, for example, mm-hmm. has like 30 grams of sugar. It's not that bad. What Actually, they I'm say, uh, Heineken's got a long uh, FAQ question list on their website about this beer. And they say, yeah, 69 calories for the whole bottle, 70 on the, on the bottle itself, it says. Um, and then there, there's something about sugar added or other things being added. And they say they don't actually add any. They have natural flavorings, but they don't actually add sugar. It says, considering the alcohol has been removed... Heineken 0.0 still has a high calorie count. Has sugar been added? I would say high is relative here, but Mm -hmm. um, this says Heineken 0.0 is lower in calories than most non-alcoholic competitor beers, which we'll we'll put to the test. Right. Um, And they only add flavorings after removing alcohol. We'll get into that as well. Uh, But no other additives like sugar are added. So this the sugar content in here might be from the natural brewing process, uh, the carbohydrates and things that just come from that. Um, so we'll get into how this is all made, but why don't we, before these guys get a little flatter, yeah. because it is carbonated, so why don't we give the next one on our list a try? I, I was kind of thinking, was there honey in this? Just a little oh, bit of maybe. honey, because yeah, it's know. got a nice a nice sweetness to it. But be, I'm being told to move on, so I better move on. Well, we'll come back on. to it. Don't worry. Oh. I, what, what, what's you got on the sheet there, the next one? What have I got on the sheet? I the, got a, going, going from the left, the second one? I got the, oh, you want me to say it? Yep. <laughs> La Bookdale? La Bookdale? La Bockale? Oh, ale. I see. I, you know, yeah. you got to 
spare me some mercy. Laura here. wrote these. It's we'll been blame a her. late was a late night. Labakel, and this is a what you call a, a their attempt at a Berliner Weiss, mm-hmm. which is a white German beer, basically. It looks cloudy. And they're, it's a Berliner Sun is their um, their name. And this the, this company is a, a brewery from Drummondville, Quebec. Okay. Um, so cheers to this. This cheers. looks kind of cloudy. Yeah. Maybe a bit of grapefruit look to it. Yeah. You didn't buy day olds, did you? I bought whatever I could get. Yeah, like I could see maybe there is some flavoring here, some citrus flavoring or, or something. Um, That's not bad. Lemony flavor and tartness is what they say on their website. Does it? Am I allowed to look at the can? Mm-hmm. Heaven forbid that I do anything wrong, folks. This one actually, yeah, it's kind of refreshing. I wouldn't say this tastes to me very similar to like a vice beer, which is a variety of a wheat beer. Um, and I say that because I don't mind this and I don't, wheat beers, I don't usually like that much. So I find this one, um, like when I poured it out, Laura into the glasses, Laura commented that she, she likes wheat beers. So does beers. dad, doesn't dad like a wheat beer? And they, um, Laura commented that it wasn't as thick looking as she expected as, um, it's cloudy, but it's not as much, uh, I guess head or foam. And, um, the flavor I actually kind of like a little better. It's got that citrusy. Yeah. Often you'd pair a, a wheat beer or a white beer with um, with an orange slice or something to give it a bit of citrus. Mm-hmm. And so this has that kind of baked in. So I don't mind this. And normally, like I said, I wouldn't really like a wheat beer or a vice beer that much. So I was expecting not to like this. So this is, it's not. Yeah, I was too. The first sip at first, I was a little bit off on it. Yeah. But now that I've had a couple of the sips, I really, I'm quite enjoying it. And uh, would be really nice in the summertime. Yeah, it, when you exactly. have that barbecue that you're having for us, it would be, that'd be really nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and so this one, for the whole can of 473 milliliters, 35 calories is what it says. Oh, every woman woman will be buying this one. <laughs> and we have another one of their beers that we're saving for the very end because it's a darker beer. Uh-huh. Um, so I found locally uh, in Hamilton where I am now, these guys were not very cheap. This was like five bucks. I was going to ask one. you that. What uh, price points? Yeah, so you know the some of these they range from a couple dollars for the smaller cans to these ones are about four something in my neighborhood, um, and then the Heinekens you can only buy in a six pack, um, but they weren't that expensive. So like a twelve pack of this directly from Labacale's website online is forty eight Canadian dollars mm-hmm. for a twelve pack. So that's four bucks each. Yeah. Um, so you can see, I guess retailers would mark that up a bit maybe to make some profit. It's interesting because I would consider this maybe not so high on the accuracy scale simply because I like it and I don't usually like vice beer. Yeah. But it's, I would say, high on the pleasing scale because it's refreshing and tasty. I think it's pretty neat. Um, These two are really good so far. I've had two that I do like. And as we know, I'm not a beer drinker. Um, I always felt there's a heaviness, but I haven't tried a lot of these new beers. Yeah. So this is interesting so far. Yeah. Um, and again, that one lower calories than the Heineken. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see some interesting trends on, uh, on calorie count. Like I can tell you the range of calories in beer. Um, if you had a guess, what do you think it is? You know, that always, I always found beer was less calories than I thought. Like I used to think, oh, dad's drinking all this beer. That's a lot of calories, but it's not maybe 120. It depends on the beer. Like if you got something light, like a, a Corona or a lighter beer, you're probably around that. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a, if you're looking at a can or a bottle, uh, a 355, 330 mil bottle, 330, 355 can, that's anywhere. It can, They can be anywhere from 100 and so to 300 and so, depending on how much alcohol. 
So I was having mm-hmm. a, a a beer last night that A was fifty or sorry five hundred milliliter. Mm-hmm. So that's more than a, a, this bottle or these little cans, right? And also ten percent alcohol. So that one was probably much higher in the three hundred plus range. But um, maybe a, a, like a, like we said, a regular Heineken is about one hundred and forty. Now it explains why you got foolish last night. Oh, that ten percent beer. Didn't I? <laughs> I actually had one of the Heinekens for pleasure last night. Yeah, I know you were um, drinking that when you were at the start of the so, evening. So yeah, it's interesting. I mean, the calorie count. Like, if we just look up a can of Coke. Oh, don't even go there. Let's see. I was having Coke Zero last night. Now I don't normally do that either. Oh yeah. So this. I, I'm just did a quick Google, so maybe some of this, you know, we might want to corroborate later. But um, a 355 mil can of Coke, 140 calories, mm-hmm. so same as a Heineken. But then, how much sugar do you think is in a 355 can of Coke? 37 grams. Very close, 39. Yeah, 39 grams of sugar, though. Oh, isn't that that's disgusting? That's if nuts. you think I, I don't know what our daily intake of sugar is supposed to be, but it's like one yeah. teaspoon or so that that. Um, Bock Ale, Berliner Weiss, um, that one was two grams of sugar per mm. 473 mil yeah. and only 35 calories. So yeah. you could have several of these before you even got to the nutritional sugar and calorie content, at least, of a can of Coke. This, this reminds me of a bridal shower where you would make a non-alcoholic punch, but you wouldn't tell the ladies and they'd think it had alcohol oh. in it. And sometimes it was so funny to hear, you know, my mom and, you know, dad's mom and... Yeah, yeah, you know. going... And you just led them right down the drunk. garden path. Yeah, that's funny. I think you told me a story before like that where, where people didn't know there wasn't alcohol and they no. started acting like uh, they were a little drunk and, yep. you know. Um, okay, do you want to try the next one? Sure, it is what a... It's an IPA. It's I can say that part. The IPA from Groovy. Oh, Groovy. Groovy. Oh, groovy um, these guys are getting pretty popular. They have a couple different cheers. varieties. So cheers. Yeah. This is their IPA. I haven't tried this one before. That's different. Grapefruity. There's an immediate, yeah, scent yeah. to it. Yeah. But, you know, I do think they did a good job with this yeah. because... Well, you, you've got something to compare to. Yeah, like I enjoy IPAs and dad does too. So I'd be curious to get his take on it. Because I think this one does a pretty good job of, of it. We could set them up this afternoon and mm-hmm. not tell them. Do you have another one of these? I don't have another IPA. I have another one of their, um, I have a pail mm-hmm. by them. So Groovy, how much, what's what's the cal- the calorie count in there? 60 in this can now. How big is it? 355 yeah. mil? Yeah. 60 in the can. Yeah. It doesn't list sugar. So no. maybe there aren't any. I mean, it's got 12 grams of carbs, it says, which usually sugar is under the carbohydrates. Yes, yes. Um, so that could be that there's actually 12 grams of sugar. So it's in here. higher the sugar contact. Well, they could be that could be a sneaky thing that the, the sugar is not being mentioned because they've just called it carbs, um, and that's probably because maybe they're not adding sugar and that just happens to be the natural uh, sugar from the process. But it's nice. I'm I'm enjoying it. I haven't had one that I haven't liked. Yeah, this one I do find pretty um, convincing, uh, which is good because. I do really like Groovy's stout. If I were to, so far, I think they've got the most convincing non-alcoholic stout. Or the sorry, I've got the beer burps. Um, <laughs> they've got the most convincing, maybe non-alcoholic stout that I, I, I at least enjoy. Um, but it, I couldn't get it anywhere. I went to several places where I usually buy this locally. There are two shops in my neighborhood that carry Groovy, and they were all out of the stout. It seemed like they were having a tough time getting it. So Groovy, if you're listening, we'd like some of the stout. You know, we're, we're trying yeah. to get a hold of it. Um, but yeah, I do I do like this one. And we have their pale that I didn't... We have six beers ahead of us or on the table 
So I didn't really want to add a seventh by no. getting their pail in as well. So, um, but we have that one we can try another time. Okay. So these, you did say brood in Canada, whereabouts? Did you say that? And I just didn't listen to no, you. No, actually I didn't. Uh, I'm just see. curious. Like if it's around the corner, we'll just, you know. So according to their, their can, it says brood in Canada, like you pointed out, but according to their website, they are from Denver, Colorado. So they might be contract brewing mm -hmm. locally. Um, it's really nice. But yeah, they've been getting more and more popular lately. I've been seeing more ads for them and stuff like that. And, you know, they've got a striking, simple can design. Yeah, I but really like it. their IPA like is it. pretty good. Yeah. I, I'm, like I said, I don't even think I've had an IPA. Like I said, I haven't had much beer and I'm a mouthful of marbles right now. <laughs> so we're, we're doing the partake. Yeah, so the next one is partake. <laughs> Thanks for leading me there. I was reaching for a beer. I couldn't get to the mic. So this is Partake's Red, which I've never tried before. Oh, here we go. Um, they are one of the bigger games in the non-alcoholic beer land that I've seen. That's interesting. Um, I like, like if you're, I guess if you're comparing it to something like a Rickard's Red or like a Red Ale, mm -hmm. I can see the 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 kind of, I guess the maltiness or whatever that that you might go for. I'm not quite convinced, um, but I don't mind the flavor. Like if I were just to say want to have one of these because I didn't want a beer and I didn't want a can of Coke or something um, or just a soda water, I think I could see liking this flavor. I don't know that I'm convinced of it as a red ale, but it's a nice flavor, I find. How do you feel? Well, because I, I'm not a beer person, to me, this is almost close, too close for comfort for oh, me. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, But I'm looking at it's only 25 calories in this whole can, 355 mil can, and there's no sugar and no sodium. Let me take a look. So they've got some secret ingredients. Secret ingredients. Yeah. Yeah, because they actually break out the carbs uh, and they say three grams, zero sugar. So there might be that that the Groovy didn't have actual grams of sugar either. And it was actually 12 grams of carbs, but I'm not quite sure. Um, that's interesting. 25 calories, no sugar. This one's pretty low. I mean, you could have, mm -hmm. what, eight of these before you got to the calorie count of a Coke. Yeah. And you're still not at the sugar count. I think you'd get the same burp effects. <laughs> and you'll see some of them actually have a very, very tiny percentage of alcohol listed yeah. on their can. That one says 0 0.3. Three, yes. So there's no sense going through all of these and not talking about non-alcoholic beer too much. Otherwise, you know, it'll be, have a lot to talk about after. Um, the To qualify as a non-alcoholic beer, you have to have less than or equal to, I guess, 0.5% alcohol. So a non-alcoholic beer can still have 0.5%, whereas a common beer, regular percentage of alcohol is 4.5 to 5.5, kind of. And then you get into the higher ones, depending on what you're after. But um, yeah, like a 4.5% beer is pretty normal. Mm -hmm. So this is 0.5 for some of them. So that, that partake was 0.3. Um, the Heineken says 0.0, .0 but I believe it's actually 0.03. Um, and then most of them, I think, say less than 0.5. Uh, and that, I believe, stems from Prohibition. Back in, in Prohibition in 1919, I think it was, the first non-alcoholic beers uh, or popular non-alcoholic beers were starting to be made because Prohibition meant that you could not legally sell anything over 0.5% alcohol because there's a naturally occurring amount of alcohol in a lot of things. I didn't know that some things like orange juice even or, or certain mm -hmm. anything that's got a little bit of a fermentation process... I think even some breads and things because of the yeast and mm -hmm. whatever, they will have a very small 0.03 or 0.5% alcohol naturally occurring in the way they're made. So you can't really say we, ha we can have no 
alcohol at all in anything or else there's other normal goods you wouldn't be able to consume. So I think the 0.5% thing uh, comes from prohibition. And then throughout the years, people just kind of started to like non-alcoholic beer, but the techniques to make it were uh, not as sophisticated as they are today. So I got a bad rap for a long, long time. And what we're seeing now since about 2018 or more is a big revival in non-alcoholic beer consumption. I think people are doing the dry January. Some people are just going full stop. A lot of people, I think, feel like they're drinking too much during the pandemic. So I think there's a lot of non-alcoholic beer innovation and sales. And I read an article that suggested the non-alcoholic beer industry will double by 2024. Oh, these are pleasant. I I can see sitting having one. You know, they are pleasant. Um, So I'll I'll keep peppering in little anecdotes like that if you're interested. uh, And hopefully the listeners are too. I don't think we have a chance here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're going to go to now the darkest of our selections. So I think we've we've done now what... um, a regular kind of lager. We've mm-hmm. done a, a Berliner Weiss, uh, an IPA, a red. Now we're getting into stout style non-alcoholic yeah, beers. Big drop. These ones are going to be interesting um, because I don't think you like dark beer anyway. But um, some of I find some of them maybe are a bit hit or miss. But um, so we'll try the the yeah big drop is the first one. Ooh, it's a darky. It is. Looks like syrup. <laughs> yeah, it does. Like molasses. Oh, it does have a. Yeah. Is there a chocolatey? Yeah, I would think so. Um, he actually passed me the can. Sorry, I'm yeah. too far away. Oh, this is a can that I thought was really neat looking. Yeah, so this is um, Big Drops Galactic Dark Noir. And this one is on the can. It says it won the, the 2020 World Beer Awards uh, style winner. Um, so this is a stout style. It's got 0.4%, 99 calories. So mm-hmm. we're we're getting up this up there with the stouts because this mm-hmm. one's got 11 grams of sugar. I saw that. Um, like to me, it's I don't find it pleasing. It doesn't have a taste that I enjoy, but it, I'm not like you say a dark beer drinker. Like, I'm not a beer drinker. Yeah, yeah, I, I I could see you not gravitating toward this one. Whereas mm-hmm. I quite like the dark beers. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm looking for that thing that mimics a dark beer, and I I don't mind this one. I remember the first time I tried it. This is not the first can of this I've had because I went on a search last year, um, just trying to drink less and try mm-hmm. what was out there. And I tried these guys. This big drop you can get at the liquor store in Ontario. Oh, wow. So it's not hard to find. Um, and they have a couple varieties as well. And um, yeah, the I, I actually don't mind it. The first time I tried it, I thought it kind of tasted like chocolate-flavored soda water. Mm-hmm. But I think the second time, I'm appreciating it a bit more. It's but again, heavy. You would drink it slowly. Like it, it would it last is heavy. you. Yeah, you're very right. Um, you should drink it slowly, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe I, I, well, I want to enjoy it. That. But this one, you're right, it's heavy. And I think when you get into the darker beers, you start to get into the ones that are a bit heavier in terms of nutritional facts as well. Like the 99 calories for this small can and 11 grams of sugar, you're still way better than a can of Coke, but you're not anywhere near something like, say, the Partake Red. Um, So, you know, it's something to consider depending on the taste profile you like. I like their can design and Mm -hmm. I uh, I like all the info you get on the can itself like uh the ibu rating is on here which they put at a 36 which ibu is kind of like bitterness Mm -hmm. and 36 is is pretty decent you can get higher you can get lower but um it's not too bad and they have a lot of ingredients listed here on how they get the the flavor so barley malt water milk oats rye hops yeast cocoa Mm -hmm. nibs there you go but yeah big drop uh it's better than i remembered it but i think 
I was curious how you'd feel about it because you're you don't I didn't think you'd like this very much. Yeah, no, it's not for me. It's it's to me it's sort of syrupy. Like I'm not I'm not trying to play it down because I'm not giving, doing it justice because I don't drink. I keep saying I don't drink beer. So to me it's a heavy. It's definitely a heavy beer. Yeah, I, yeah. I actually don't mind it. Like I said, yeah. I think then if you don't like this one, you're not in for a treat with the next one. Um, can, <laughs> you pass me the he's can. He's out the for the kill. Now? It's a big can. We're back to Le Bacale okay. for their True Noir, and this is their stout. And again, I got this at my local, just a market, um, kind of a random coffee shop market in my new neighborhood. So this comes from Drummondville, Quebec, just like the Berliner Weiss we tried. Mm -hmm. And this again is, it says less than 0.5% alcohol. I like the can design on this yeah, one. Yeah, I do too. They give uh, an IBU rating as well of 26. So it's a little lower than the other one. But let's see what you think. Here it goes. Here goes nothing. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my goodness. Well, there's <laughs> no smell. There's no smell to it. I don't have a... Um... Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because I find it similar to the Big Drop, but slight different flavor profile. So this one mm -hmm. says a dense beige mocha head swirls around its opaque black robe. Ooh. Uh, chocolate and nut flavors intermingle with coffee and roasted grain. Um, and then nutritional information. Why don't you give that a? a read <laughs> Just for stick us. the can right in my face. <laughs> Oh, okay, because you're giving it to me because you've rubbed off some of it. Well, I, I think the calories are like 45. Yeah, Does that 45. make sense? Yeah. And um, carbs, seven, 1% sodium. It's not saying sugar. Yeah, so the, the carbs could be, there could be some sugar in the carbs there, but still yeah. 45 calories per 473. So this can is bigger than the, yeah. the big drop um, and half the calories. Yeah, they're saying not a significant source of fat or sugars are in here. So they okay. don't need to yeah, list so them. They're saying that they're not there. Um, yeah. So yeah, so this one, lower calorie, lower sugar, but more volume than Big Drop. So the flavor profile is different. I like mm -hmm. them both. Um, but let's say you're looking to have a non-alcoholic beer and now you're looking at the nutritional information. I'd be choosing this over Big Drop based on that because it's less sugar, less calories mm -hmm. for more volume. Um, now, I am disappointed, like I said, that we couldn't get the groovy stout because I did find that was one of the more enjoyable ones I've tried. But maybe that's why it's sold out. So I'll have to see what they say if they've got any for us anywhere now you would compare this to what type of beer like a guinness or so they're they're more i guess you read the on the can they say stout style or, or often like that because i think it's it's tough to nail it but yeah they'd be going for like a guinness or a murphy's kind of like uh that that stout um i really like like a porter like a, a thick kind of syrupy uh you know uh, imperial porter style beer so i'm curious to see someone tackle that mm -hmm. but um for a dark a dark drink that isn't an alcoholic beverage, um, yeah, I find these pretty good. So you would buy any one of these? You were happy with all of them? Like, um, Well, like I said, the certain flavors I like better than the others, but some of the, some non-alcoholic beers I've tried in the past and I've just thought this isn't pleasurable. Right. This is kind of gross. But these ones, I, I feel like, like I was saying earlier, the, the process has gotten more sophisticated and refined for, for de-alcoholizing beer. Um, so... Do you know anything about how they make non-alcoholic beer? Not at all. I didn't really until mm -hmm. looking this up. So uh, dad used to make beer in the basement. Do you yes. know anything about making regular beer? No, I stayed out of his way. Mm -hmm. He had quite the system. So traditionally, non-alcoholic beer was made just like regular beer. And then you heated it to boil off the alcohol. Mm -hmm. And that's how you, you got rid of the alcohol. But in doing so, you also got rid of a lot of the flavor. So that's where the non-alcoholic beer would get a reputation of being no good. Uh, but that was the way they did it for years. So now there are so many different methods. Um, so Heineken, I do believe, removes the alcohol after the fact in their 0, 0.0. 
Um, but there are many different sophisticated methods of doing so. One of the most popular now being reverse osmosis. So they do these filtering where they'll filter out the water, beer, and acids, and then you can remove the alcohol because all the flavor has been left behind when you filtered and then you add it all back in yeah. after the alcohol has been removed so the water and acids go back in and that gives keeps your flavor without uh the alcohol so that's one clever way that uh places do it there's also ways where people will stop it um before the uh fermentation process leads to alcohol so that can be a tricky one as well because you want the ferment, you want the beer to taste like beer and to ferment and everything like like a beer would, but you don't want it to the point where you're introducing more than zero point five percent alcohol. So it's a it's a tricky one, but that's another way of doing it because you basically get the, pretty close to how you make a regular beer. You just don't do it the full full way, I guess. Um, so yeah, steam distillation or water vapor and gas stripping ways to remove them. Reverse osmosis I mentioned. Um, but yeah, then limited fermentation, you don't, you don't ferment it the same way. Um, and then also there's uh, special yeast strains you can use that don't produce things the same way. So this might be where you're getting different sugars because special yeast strains, they can lead to a sweeter beer and more sugar content can survive this, the, the fermentation process depending on the, the type of strain that you're using. Uh, some even go as far as fermentation free, so they don't make it with fermentation, but people would argue that's not really beer. It's not really the same as a beer anymore because you're having to, you're just flavoring it at that point. It might be more like a flavored soda water or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you can get good results doing it if you know what you're doing. But, um, that's another thing is, uh, all these are, are there, they opened fizzy and they poured bubbly, but, uh, I'm, I'm assuming based on what I've read that carbonation would have to be added after because yeah. it doesn't happen. Carbonation in beer happens in the bottling process, I believe, where everything is kind of fermenting and 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 mixing together and you bottle it or, or the pasteurization process, I guess, and it, it bubbles naturally. But that doesn't occur in non-alcoholic beer, in my understanding. So that would have to be added after the fact, I believe. Um, and there might be some experts in our listeners that might know a bit more about this as as this stuff's been become way more popular in the last couple of years. I can see it coming even more popular. There's a lot more people trying to um, stop drinking, right? Mm. Or or cutting down, like you say. And and uh, if this is the, what works for you, terrific. Yeah, exactly. And I think one thing when I searched, I'm seeing a lot of articles about how to homebrew non-alcoholic mm -hmm. beer. So that seems to be a trend as well because a lot of people are into homebrew. And I think non-alcoholic beer can be made at home as well. There are ways mm -hmm. of doing it. I'm not sure how sophisticated or, or accurate you'd get with that, but um, it is quite interesting. Um, do you have a favorite of the ones we've tried? I think I'm going with it. What did you say? The Groovy? Yeah. The IPA. The IPA. I, I think that one is one I lean to. Yeah. I, I The dark ones don't appeal to me and, and it wouldn't matter whether they had alcohol in them or not. That's mm -hmm. just not where my uh, taste yeah. lies or the interest. It's funny because I think... The Heineken to me is still probably the most accurate for a light beer um, taste to the point where I just tried a sip of it after trying all the others again. Then my first thought was, oh, this tastes like beer. <laughs> you know well, that's I mean? what I, I, I went back to it too. And I, I thought, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for, the, for me, it's these first three. But it would have been interesting um, to have had a beer, a real beer. With oh, those, yeah. the same as yeah. them. Like, you know, that's, that's another episode for but that, another that time. That would have taken, that's now we got... 
yeah. 12 drinks each. Yeah, no, I'm just <laughs> saying just out of, you know, you pick your top ones you like and then try their, um, you know, their partner, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I took a sip and it went down wrong. Yeah, no, I, I think it would be interesting even to get a real Heineken and, uh, and yeah. a non-alcoholic and just yeah. try those two together. That's um, a, what I think you could do another time. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, it's an interesting market, and I, I I do know more and more people. One of my good friends texted me the other day out of nowhere asking if I tried Partake's Stout, and I hadn't tried it yet. I knew another guy. I was at a cottage, and I happened to have one of the big drops, and he happened to have a Partake in his hand. And I think I, I was at a bar um, not far from here, and there was an old Irish guy sitting there, and he was turned out he was drinking Partake the whole night because they served it at the bar. Uh then I saw him having a Guinness, funnily enough, and I said, what happened? You were you were not drinking. And he said, oh, I, I they ran out of near beer, non-alcoholic beer, so I had to go to the regular stuff, which, you know, it's a slippery slope. But, but yeah, so it's much more popular than it used to be, and more companies are making their own varieties of it. Le Boc Ale in Drummondville, Quebec, that we've tried two of now, they also make regular beer, mm-hmm. um, and you can get that on their website, and you can order these. They have uh, three or four other flavors of non-alcoholic beer as well. So I think Heineken is just focused on making a non-alcoholic beer that's as close as Heineken, which well, I, think I think that's makes pretty sense. good. It yeah. does make sense because they've got a good product anyway. Yeah. You know, so they're really trying to match it. Now imagine, okay, so you're looking at the Heineken bottle. Uh-huh. Um, I'll turn it to you so you can see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and let's say they were getting sued or there was, in, there was legal trouble over anything. What do you think it would be? Heineken itself? Let's say someone is angry at Heineken and there might be a lawsuit. Oh my goodness. I don't know. I'm supposed to read, I guess. Well, I can give you a hint. Things like the 0.0. Zero, I was going to say 0.0. And alcohol-free. Yeah. So as we've said earlier, some of these, most of these will have a tiny percent of alcohol. Oh, okay. So people are, there's there's an article I read where yeah. Heineken is in hot water by some people because it's actually got 0.03 mm-hmm. and that's not alcohol-free. Um, it's a very, very small percentage, uh, but it's not completely devoid of alcohol. Yeah. So some people, one person at least has kicked up a fuss because they want something that is absolutely no alcohol whatsoever. Um, now Heineken on their website, they, in their, in their FAQ section, they have all kinds of things talking about how much is actually in there and how it's regular amount of alcohol for anything that requires fermentation or whatever. But it's interesting because they've gone pretty far on the... I mean, 0.0, it is 0.0, yeah, you're just rounding differently. They're just sort of, they're just pushing that little yeah, envelope so a bit. It's, I thought that was an interesting, um, some legal trouble there that was interesting based on the branding. But I guess if you're really, really concerned about non-alcoholic beer or not having alcohol because you've either have, have a bad past with it or, or you can't have it at all or whatever, uh, maybe that would throw you off. But, you know, it, it's an interesting one that uh, they, I saw an article where they were in hot water. Um, in any case, so this is a lot of uh, a lot of liquid in our in our bellies. Yes, it's, it's... Um, okay. So now, now, mother. Yes, dear. If you're interested, I would like to start something new. We may try. And I was talking with my pal Catalina. Um, she suggested that maybe it might be fun, given your worldly expertise, oh, your wealth of, of time on <laughs> this planet, um, that it might be it might be interesting to have you do kind of like a, an advice column for our listeners where they can ask problems or I can find people who have had problems in the past. Oh, no. And what would my dear mother with her worldly wisdom 
safe to these people. So I thought we could start this segment. I'm not sure what to call it yet. Probably Dear Gina. Dear Gina, I mean. Sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, I actually meant to say G- Dear Gina and that <laughs> slipped out. Um, Dear Gina. So I thought I could look to one of the most popular advice columns uh, and take one of those questions and see if you answer the same way. So this is a Dear Abby question. Oh, no. And if anyone has any, any of our listeners have any, they want to send us in. Um, where can they where can they email us, Mom? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> drinkswithmompodcast at gmail.com. There you go. You do know. So yeah, drinkswithmompodcast at gmail.com, Instagram at drinkswithmom, yeah. Twitter at drinkswithmom. If you have a, an advice column you'd like mom to take a crack at, or you have a question of your own, you'd like her advice, life advice from my darling mother. So this is a Dear Abby column. Um, I learned a lot about, about Dear Abby. Dad and I were talking about, <laughs> about these things this morning. So Laura, my darling wife, suggested this one. So Oy. there might be something I should learn here. <laughs> says, Dear Abby, I'm in my late 30s and have been married for seven years. My husband and I have two young children, a beautiful home, good jobs, etc. However, over the last few years, I have lost my attraction to him. I'm not oh. superficial, but he has gained more than 40 pounds since we met, and he refuses to eat healthy or exercise. He watched me spend countless hours working out to lose all my baby weight. We rarely, we are rarely intimate anymore. And when we are, I do it out of obligation. Uh, I know these things happen, but he seems to be happy. I think if I told him I wanted to leave, he would be floored. Divorced friends of mine who have young children have advised me against it and say my children's happiness should come before mine. Others say if I'm not happy, the kids won't be happy. I can manage living this life for them, but I feel like I'm too young to cheat myself out of some of my best years. Am I being selfish or smart? Signed, weighty subject in New York. <laughs> so uh, to sum it up, this woman's got a problem. She's right. got a family. Uh-huh. Her husband letting himself go. Seems fine with it. She doesn't. She's not attracted to him. The spark might be gone. She's thinking of a divorce. What do you think? Ah, is the spark gone? One doesn't know, right? And I wonder how he would feel if she started letting herself go. Yeah, I mean, you know, that... <laughs> you know no, yeah. I'm just sort of wondering because sometimes it is like what a one way street or yeah. or uh, you know he's he's missed, maybe this is all he hoped to achieve. So you're saying she should gain forty pounds and see how no, he likes it? No, but I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm sort of trying to think about him. Like uh, he's obviously well, maybe he's not in a happy place. We don't know, right? If he's gained all this weight and. And who knows? But she has to be happy. That's very important. Uh, years ago, they used to say, oh, no, 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 no. It's all about the family unit. Mm-hmm. You know, you make it work. But given the fact that I'm getting old, life is too short. Yeah. And I think today with all the help that's out there, you can be happy regardless. The family unit can be happy even if the family unit separates. Right. There's ways of making it work. And she needs to be happy or nobody's going to be happy. So would you suggest, you mentioned all the help out there. Are you suggesting that they look into maybe some some help before going down the... Yes, I think definitely. Uh, today, you can go for counseling and mm-hmm. nobody judges you. There are so many opportunities out there, resources out there. Um, don't don't let him bear you down. You know, mm-hmm. Don't let him break you. And I, I wouldn't want to see her gain 40 pounds because it sounds like she really looks after herself. Yeah. I did like the idea that that was your, yeah, that was your yeah. initial advice. And I, I could edit it that way so that you're saying, well, you gain 40 pounds, <laughs> see how he likes it, and then maybe you're well, both unhappy. Do you want to know what the, the Dear Abby official answer was? Oh, sure, I can imagine. Go so uh, before your marriage deteriorates further, have a frank discussion with your husband. Mm-hmm. He seems to be happy because he doesn't know what's going on in your head. 
So for reasons that go beyond animal attraction, including the welfare of his children, he needs to make some lifestyle changes and get a handle on his health. Basically, she's saying, talk to him first. Yeah. If he's not receptive, try counseling before going down the divorce route. Yeah. So you guys are on a similar page. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's too many avenues to go first. There is, there's so many people out there you can go talk yeah. to and nobody judges you. I do think uh, maybe as a, as a partner to this new column, maybe I'll take the worst advice approach. You give the thoughtful worldly <laughs> wisdom advice and then I'll distill it down to, I think if your husband's gained 40 pounds and you're not happy, you go gain 40 pounds and show him. There you go. Yeah. That's, no. that's uh, dear Paul. Um, <laughs> no, and, but you would wonder if he would like it, if 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 it would, he would notice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, or is he too into himself? And like you said, he likes maybe the he's not belly. really happy and he likes oh. it. Yeah. Maybe uh, happiness can be superficial. You know, maybe he's not yeah. really happy deep down. He just looks it. Um, Poor guy. You know, you know, you stand, never know he has to stand on. on a mirror to but pee. I, he's I, gained so much weight. <laughs> I do think talking to, to them. I'm hoping this is an older column. I'm hoping these, these this couple has solved it. Oh, I on hope their so own. too. I but um, I think uh, you're right that they should probably talk it out. Use some of the many available resources that we now have that might not have been available. Yeah. In your era. <laughs> Paul's burping, burping from non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> um, so that I, I guess I should look into the mirror and see why my darling wife would have wanted me to ask you that question. Well, I was a little bit concerned because seven years there, and then I'm yeah. thinking two children. Did it, have no, I yet no to kids. meet them? Yeah. Have I yet to meet these grand grandchildren? I kept the children in my belly. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there you go. That's the first attempt at a yes. A you were scaring Gina. me though. I'm not sure about this because, you know. Not all our thoughts are the same. Well, that's going to be fun. You know? And I thought Like that, my uh, one attitude was like, she should just turn around and give him a swift kick right up his U-dab-a-dee-ma-doom-ba-da. <laughs> There's a new one that and won't then, fit on a t-shirt. Then maybe, you know. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, so this, I think this could be fun. Uh, so that was from Dear Abby. And Dear Abby's been around forever. One of the most famous oh, ones. Oh, yes. And then dad pointed out that her sister <laughs> under, was, was uh, Ann Landers. Yes. Dear Ann Landers. Yes. Um, not the original, but these are all just pseudonyms, pen names. Yeah. So Dear Abby is now written by the original writer's daughter. Okay. But at the time of the Dear Abby kind of heyday, one sister was writing Dear Abby, the other sister was writing Ann Landers, and they competed. Holy mackerel. Yeah. So Ann Landers has been a couple different women over the years, mm -hmm. and now Dear Abby is as well. But um, interesting, the lineage of these advice columns. So I think it might be fun to pick, to pick one, a different one each time, Unless we have some readers who also have some advice they need. Yeah, I'm but not. We, yeah, I'm not going down the nookie <laughs> line. We we no, pick, yeah, no you're nookie not, you're line, not, not you're that no, Sue. Whatever. No sex with Sue or, yeah, or Doctor Ruth. No, oh yeah, none of yeah. that. Oh Doctor Ruth. Oh, you could crack up for hours. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, maybe I'll I'll take a different advice column question oh, every great. time, Here we and go. then I'll tag the real people <laughs> in our Instagram post and see if they like your version of the answer. So there you go. Oh, I'm in the trouble, and so is Catalina. Dear Gina, she's in trouble. She she might be. Yeah, it's a good but. thing she's cute. <laughs> um, okay, so so there you go. We've got uh, we got a lot of non-alcoholic beer to finish. Oh, we do. We've got some advice for for <laughs> people to shape up or ship out. Well, to be honest, though, could you imagine what some of those re uh, responses might be when we we start drinking? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's better. We did <laughs> not sit on this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, geez, there's the title of the episode. Maybe. Um, 
But yeah, so we've got a lot of this uh, this non alcoholic beer to yeah. finish, and I'm so excited. Um, and I mean, the good thing about it is we're recording on a Sunday early afternoon, right? And the day is still ahead of us. None of the the beer sleeps or anything like that. With you know? lots so, of burps. Yeah, beer burps though. That's the one thing these, Best that these have gotten right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, any any parting words for our kind listeners? Keep warm. Holy doodle dandy. It's cold out there. Depending on where you live. Yeah, yeah. we've got some listeners all over. But yes, yeah. and thank goodness it's a nice sunny day and the birds are chirping well, here, away. Yeah. yeah, it is nice here. You're right. I don't know what it's doing And by the time else. this episode comes out, it might be a blizzard. You never oh, know. Oh, true, because they are talking snow. But yeah, no, just, you know, be happy, keep well, and, and try yourself one of these beers. You know, an alcoholic beer, yeah, it's... Uh, we live a little. Live a little. Live yeah. less. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Live, we, live less, but spend more. Yeah. Live less, yeah. spend more. Yeah. <laughs> we um, we also have some recommendations on some non-alcoholic red wine, so that yeah. might be something we try eventually as well. Yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah. Believe it or not, I have tried some. I haven't been convinced by non-alcoholic no, wines or yet. champagnes yet. So no. that's beer, I think, is, has come a long way. I'm curious about the wine. So. I guess it's sort of like staying at the Havanap on Kingston Road. You only get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one else is going to get that reference, and I probably don't want to. But uh, yeah, well, well. Cheers. I think yeah. we've got some winners here. To me, like I said, the yeah. Heineken zero point zero is pretty accurate. I think I could have that and be pretty convinced on a summer's day. But then some of the other ones, like the Groovy and the and the, the Bock Ale and Partake, they're all uh, the Big Drop as well. They're all pretty good for what they are in terms of the flavor profile they're trying to oh, yeah. to give. So I think there's a lot of good options these days. Um, and there's even more, like I said, if Groovy wants to, to sponsor us with their stout, yeah. I would take a case of that. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to passing the torch of these glasses on to somebody else. Oh, yes, you yes. Know? I really oh, think they should try a couple of them. Yeah, I, save some I think in, we in some of the bottles. So. Okay, well, why don't we get on to that then? So uh, we'll, we'll let the listeners go about their day, <laughs> yes. and then we'll, we'll bug Dad. Yes, all the listeners out there that have taken time out, they're yeah. going to take time out of their busy day to listen to us. They, they better. Four or if five they know what's them. good for them. Yes. We got our pals. <laughs> we have our pals. That's right. <laughs> they, they usually comment on Instagram like uh, your pal Karen. Yes. Karen and Graham are always awesome. Tom just sent us something about the non-alcoholic beer post I made in, in yeah. prep for this episode. So I'll have to take a look at that. But oh, wow. yeah, we get, yeah, we get some good... Tom's another uh, one. He's there. Yeah. yeah. We get some good feedback from the folks. So yeah. Uh, okay. Drinks with mom podcast at Gmail. Instagram at Drinks with Mom, Twitter at Drinks with Mom. Yeah. Hit us up. We're going to get not drunk on the rest of these yeah, beers. And, and... and cheers. Enjoy your day. <laughs> take care, okay. everybody. Take care. Bye bye.